So I just want to check my mic. I heard I was kind of loud last night. Is it too loud? No? Just loud to you guys. Okay, so we're going to start our morning practice in a little bit. And I want to talk first about um, a theme that we'll be exploring this morning. And that theme is, how do we work with difficult emotions? So just raise your hand if since you've been here, you've had some difficult emotion arise. So just look around. That would be everybody, <laughs> or almost. Some of you, maybe not, and that's fine. Um, so as I talked about in last night, I, mindfulness has really these fantastic tools for working with difficult emotions. And we will, I'll be sharing some kind of pieces around it, and we'll meditate, and then we'll also do a practice where we work with difficult emotions. And um, the thing to keep in mind about emotions is they often feel, well, first of all, I'll say this. If you're having a difficult emotion at this time in human history, you are normal, right? It is absolutely a moment of, you know, all of us (laughs) in places of, profound grief and anxiety and uncertainty and fear and anger and all of those things. So if you were feeling that way a little bit before you got here and you show up and you're having some of that, appropriate. And, um, and sometimes that helps when we remember that because when we think that we shouldn't be having these or I'm here at Spirit Rock so I should just be feeling bliss and peace or something why am I feeling a little sad or a little tender? And the fact is, it's completely appropriate and normal. And in some way, this is a place to let us feel these things so that we can, it's like we can metabolize them. We can let them move through us instead of being sort of like being lost in them all the time, which we tend to be. So some of us tend to be people who just our emotions take over us and it becomes overwhelming. And others may be people who kind of compartmentalize and put emotions away. And if we think about emotions, emotions are not a permanent thing. Like you've had thousands of emotions in your lifetime, but where have they gone? They're not maybe here at this moment. Maybe something is, but emotions are more like weather. They're weather patterns that are moving through us. And when we're in the weather pattern, it can feel like it's really stormy. There's lightning. It's intense. But once it passes, there's a little bit of like, oh, it's it, where to go? What happened? And there's freedom. There's relief. So mindfulness can teach us how to not get so lost in them that we're overwhelmed and not shut them down or compartmentalize, but actually be present with this awareness and with this compassion as we experience the storms of our grief and anxiety and fear and all of that. And that's one of the most beautiful things about mindfulness. I mean, it's really amazing 
So a lot of you are familiar with this, but I want to go over it for new people. But there's an acronym that we've found to be helpful over the years called RAIN. And since we're talking about storm, and it sort of looks like it might rain today a little bit more, it's the perfect morning for the RAIN acronym. So RAIN stands for recognize, allow, investigate, and then the N has a number of different things, which I'll get to in a minute, so I'll hold off on that. But let's talk about the R, A, and the I. And by the way, as we're doing right now, it's fine to, you can either listen to me meditatively or you can just be listening. It's your choice. And then we'll go into the meditation in a moment. So the R is recognize. And recognize is how do we, how do we notice what we're experiencing how do we recognize that? We can give it a label. That's a really, really helpful thing to do. Like, let's say you're feeling some set of emotions and you don't know what it is, and then you go, oh, sadness, right? Or fear. <clears throat> it's just this simple act of noticing something that begins the process of being mindful of the emotion. And it can be actually really helpful. So there was a research study, this was done a while back, um, it was uh, done with people who were looking at different types of faces on a, they were in fMRIs and they were look, had faces flashed across the screen. And some of the faces were angry faces, there were disgusted faces, fearful faces. And what the task was, was they had to label it. And they labeled it and, um, and they either had to label it correctly or incorrectly. So... So the people who labeled that, they were checking out what's going on inside our brain when this happens. And what they found was that the people who correctly labeled it, well, in, in everybody, there was a response from the like kind of primitive part of the brain. The amygdala was responding. It was firing. But when they labeled it, the prefrontal cortex came online and it seemed to calm down the amygdala. Like, a, like we calm ourselves down, in a sense, by activating the prefrontal cortex, the CEO of our brain, and calming us down. And just the act of labeling did that. So if the people labeled it incorrectly, or they labeled it Mary, John, just like, say, a gender label, it didn't work. Anyway, now I get your mind thinking. I too much information. So let's just go back to our recognize the A in RAIN is allow, allow. Can we just allow this emotion to be here? From the perspective of mindfulness, every single emotion we're having is okay. It's what it means to be human. We're having, we've all had horrendous, um, you know, we've all had emotions that really are intense. Like some of us have had murderous rage feelings. Have you had that? Come on, yes, we've all had it. And then we've had great compassionate feelings. And that's okay because it's, part, it's what you do with it that matters, right? That's the, that's the issue. So allow, allowing it to be here from the perspective of mindfulness, whatever you're having is okay. We can welcome it and we can be present with it. I investigate. Investigate means being... Um, it doesn't mean sitting there going, why am I having this emotion? Is it something my mother did when I was five? It must be that. That's not investigate in, in this context. Investigate is what am I experiencing now in my body? 
my heart's racing, my stomach is clenched, my jaw is tight. And what's happening in my mind? There's all these thoughts. There's a recurring, repetitive thought. We investigate in real time the emotion. And then the N stands for a number of things. N could be normalize. As we do all of this, we begin to normalize what we're having. Like it's not that big of a problem. It's just weather moving through us. We begin to neutralize so it doesn't have such a big charge. We begin to non-identify. I mentioned that last night. Non-identify is that quality of moving from my emotion that's overwhelming me to the emotion that, like weather, is moving through me. We start to have space, a kind of disentangled participation, right? It's part, it's happening, but we're not overwhelmed by it. And then um, N also has a really important other component, and that is nurture. Can we bring kindness to ourselves in the moment? Because when we're going through a hard time, and when you're working with pain, Mark was teaching about that yesterday, we need to bring that element of loving kindness that we were also teaching to us right on the spot. So I'm going to lead a guided meditation in a while. We're going to first meditate, and then I'll go through the RAIN practice with you so you can experience it. The last thing I want to say is... um, Because emotions are so intense, it's really helpful to begin to find what we might think of as a resource in our bodies where we can feel some ease, soothing peace at home in ourselves. And this is not just for difficult emotions. This could be for any time. So sometimes we'll start out, we'll do a little bit of that. But sometimes when I, at the beginning of the retreat, and we're just having you feel grounded and feel a sense of the ground below us, that can be very soothing, very helpful. Um, sometimes it's the tingling feeling in our hands or the warmth in our feet. There's something that might be going on in our bodies that is not difficult. And if we can find that place, it can support us. And it becomes something that we can really rely on. It becomes our resource. And if there's nothing in your body that feels that way, we can, you can, um, well, they've just closed a lot of the windows, but you can look out the window at the tree, right? Or right over there, there's something to look at. That may, and then you notice, how does looking at the tree make me feel? Oh, there's a warmth in my heart or an ease, a peace. Or, um, You can imagine a time you felt at ease. So in a little while, when we get to this idea of resource, we'll we'll work with this a bit, but it's really helpful just to have. Like when I'm stressing out just in the middle of my day, I remember to feel my feet on the ground and my connection to earth below. I chill out. Okay? So let's let's begin the meditation where we're going to practice working with emotions. As you settle in, notice how you're doing just in this moment, taking some slow, deeper breaths to help you 
arrive in this sitting. Noticing how your body is feeling. And let's just start by playing with this idea of a resource in our bodies, if that's available. So bring your attention to either your feet, if you're sitting in a chair, feet touching the floor, or the base of your body touching the ground or touching the cushion. You might even notice how you feel held by the chair, cushion, or backjack. And let your body be held by this this ground. So letting yourself rest and sink in. And if you notice any obvious sensations, there's heaviness and pressure, warmth, tingling. And have a sense of the earth below you, only if this is useful to you. Just a sense of this beautiful 411 acres of spirit rock land, I think, holding you below this floor. Notice what that evokes in you if you let that in. Maybe there's a feeling of solidity or strength or pleasure. You can gently investigate. Maybe that doesn't feel like a resource to you, but maybe if you just let your attention rest in your hands, feeling the tingling and the warmth, how's that feel? And if none of that feels um, helpful to you, can you imagine a time where you felt held, supported, time or place, easeful, at the beach, in bed, and whatever it is, see what comes to mind. And feel the support, the warmth, the holding. And breathe. And if none of that is in some way supportive to you, I suggested one more, which is just looking out at the window for a moment. Looking at the trees. Seeing how that makes you feel. So we can find these resources within our body or in our mind that we can, not as a, it can be something that we bring our attention to in the course of our meditation practice, especially when we feel a little destabilized, anxious, disconnected. Come back to what fills me up where I might feel connection, joy, 
And it might just be sitting in a quality of presence. So for some of you, especially the more experienced practitioners, there may be this sense of just being that you can access, that you know, that is a resource for you. So let's now turn to our anchor, our home base, whatever it is that you have chosen, your breath in your abdomen, chest, or nose, or it might be the sounds coming and going. We also suggested some body-based anchors like hands, feet, or a scanning of your body up and down. Go to whatever is useful for you, what you've been practicing. Feeling the gentle rising and falling of your abdomen or chest, or the in and out sensations at your nose. And so at this point you know what to do, I think. We can stay with our anchor. When our attention wanders, we bring it back. That is the process, as I talked about last night, of cultivating concentration, developing this unification of our mind, staying with that home base, getting lost and coming back. And then other things are happening, and we can begin to include them when they become obvious to us. So if if your anchor is the strongest thing, just stay with that. But if there's a sound that grabs your attention, let go of your anchor and listen to the sound. When it stops holding your attention, come back to your anchor. If a body sensation gets strong and obvious, Turn your attention to it, feel it, experience it. Notice what happens to it, and when it no longer holds your attention, or it's disappeared, or it's shifted, come back to your anchor. And the same with emotions. So we'll work more deeply with them in a little bit. But if something emotional is happening with you, turn your attention to it. Feel it. Notice it. We'll practice rain. If you remember the rain or you know rain, you can do it. If not, just holding it with awareness, with kindness, making space, letting it be here. Same with physical sensation. Ultimately coming back to your anchor for support. 
There are those of you who may be finding that you can, you have enough stability of mind to track whatever is happening, that you move from breath to sound to sensation to another sensation to a thought, to an emotion. And if you're doing a more open practice, absolutely fine. If you're newer, just know that that anchor is always here for you. Just keep coming back. So I'm going to stop talking for this part of the meditation as we try it. And then we'll do some rain practice in a bit.
We're going to practice now with rain. So to do it, we want to work with an emotion. And if you will continue meditating, it's fine if you're shifting your posture a little bit, that's okay. So, are you feeling a particular emotion right now? You may or may not be a challenging one. If you are, we can work with whatever you're feeling in the moment. And if you're not, see if you can bring to mind something you've been feeling over the last few days that was hard, but don't pick the hardest thing. Pick something more moderate or mild. It can be frustration or irritation or fear. or Just see what comes to mind that you want to work with for this meditation. And there's always choice. So if, if for some reason you don't feel like doing this, you can absolutely continue to pay attention to your breathing or your anchor. This is, this is I'm teaching it in the spirit of learning this tool. And also, for mo- more experienced people, you can try it with something harder. It's fine. So let's find in our body or outside our body the resource I mentioned earlier. Where do you feel supported, soothed, at ease? Maybe it's your hands, your feet, the base of your body, a memory, a sight. So go to that place, that resource, and just let yourself feel the goodness there, the goodness that's evoked, or what you're feeling in this moment. And now bring up the story about the emotion. Like, what, what is the emotion? Why are you having it? You got upset about, or anxious, worried? Mad. And let's start with the R, recognize. Can you recognize what you're feeling? Sadness. Loneliness. Fear. Give it a label. It doesn't have to be precise, but close enough. Irritation. Frustration. And now bring your attention back to that resource. Just keep, we're going to keep coming back to that resource. Feeling the goodness, the ease, taking a breath. And now the A, allow. See if you can allow this challenging feeling to be here. You may or may not be able to, but just if, if you could, let whatever is here be here. 
There's nothing wrong with it or you that you're feeling this way. And if you can't allow it to be here, what are you feeling towards it? Are you feeling like I don't like it? Or I'm scared of it? Let that be the new emotion we'll continue to work with. Bring your attention back to your resource. Rest. Get the support. Breathe. Now remind yourself of the emotion. Or maybe it's very strong, maybe it's not, but let it come up again. And let's practice the investigation. What am I feeling in my body right now? My heart's racing, my stomach is clenched, my jaw is tight. Check a lot in the core of your body, what's happening in your belly area, chest, throat, face, allowing whatever is here to be here. Curious, oh, there's tingling and there's tension and there's a stabbing, there's a burning feeling. Letting it be there and breathe and come back to your resource. Notice if there's thoughts connected to this. That person, why did they do that? I hate this. Whatever the thought is, just bring your investigative mind to what's here. So for the next two minutes, do it at your own pace. Go to the resource, investigate body and mind, or one or the other, and then go back and forth at your own pace. You can always stay at the resource and then just catch a sidelong glance of the emotion, just out of the corner of your eye. This is a metaphor, but you know what I mean. Especially if it's strong, if it's intense. If you're feeling stable, spend a lot of time investigating. Oh, there's a tension in my belly and it's moving up my spine a little bit and it's now I feel some heat in my face. We can really explore.
So let's now come back to our resource, to the hands, feet, image, memory, sight. Rest, breathe. And let's take one component of that in and nurture ourselves. Let's bring a little bit of kindness to ourselves. Just offering that part of you that is struggling some compassion, some care. I'm naturally just right now putting a hand on my chest and that feels good to do that over my heart. You can do that if you want. I know that I'm suffering and I'm here for myself. I'm just offering a little bit of kindness in whatever way makes sense to you as we nurture. Now let's notice what's happening in our body and mind. Come back to our resource. Is the emotion a little bit more neutral? Is it normalized? Is there some element of non-identification? Meaning I'm seeing it more as weather patterns moving through me. I'm not so caught by it. There's more space, more freedom. You may or may not be sure about the answer to this, but just to see. Come back to where it's easy, nurturing, soothing, good. And let yourself rest there for this last 15, 20 seconds. And let that goodness spread through your body. Letting whatever is here be here. For whatever it is I'm feeling right now, may I hold this with awareness and kindness. We really wanted to give you some very concrete tools for working with emotions. And RAIN is like a good one that people have used for many, many, many years. And um, this guided approach to it is a way to learn it. But if we were to do it on your own, you you don't have to be so systematic about it. You can just sort of like, okay, I'm feeling sad. What's happening now in my body? Or... Um, can I just allow this to be here, right? You can take elements of rain and incorporate it into your meditation wherever you are or into your daily life. So I'll do that in daily life. I'm not going to sit there and do that whole 10 minutes of going through rain, but I might say, okay, what am I feeling right now? Oh, my heart's really racing. Okay, take a breath, hold that, bring some kindness 
right? So I'm using elements of rain to, to help me throughout the day with emotions. So um, did everybody, just a show of hands, raise your hand if you had an emotion to work with. Okay. Um, raise your hand if you were able to recognize it, R, to do the R. Yeah, so that's pretty straightforward. How about the A, allow? Could you allow it to be here? And if you couldn't allow it to be here, did you hear what I was kind of saying about that? Like, I don't like this emotion, so that becomes the new one to work with, right? That's like the top emotion, so we can work with that. And it's fine if you couldn't. Sometimes we can. Sometimes we can't. I investigate. Could you feel things in your body? Raise your hand if you're... Not everybody can, but some of you, a lot of you, could feel something in your body. What about... Could you notice thought patterns related to it? Was that possible? That's a little bit harder, but doable. We'll talk more about thoughts in a bit today. And then nurture. Could you bring some kindness? Yeah? Okay. Some of you can, some of you can't. What about those other things? Okay, did anybody notice that things normalized a little bit? How about neutralized? Those are they're just different words to help us get up. Neutralized is kind of weird because it reminds me of like a video game or something. Neutralize you. Um, Non-identification. This is a really key point. Did you did you anyone experience a little bit sort of kind of? So non-identification. It's it's this movement from being caught in something to having a little bit of space, right? Where it stops being like my emotion that's causing all these problems to the emotion. It's just oh look, I'm really mad right now. I'm. Wow, that's so interesting how mad I am. Versus, I'm really mad, I'm going to hurt you. Right? That's the difference. You see the difference? So I'd love to hear if anybody had any experiences of non-identification that they'd be willing to share, or any, any aspect of the, of the meditation or questions. We have a little bit of time for that right now. In the back. Uh-huh. But guess what? You did so much. Like, wow, that was amazing. You got to, you may not have had like this. Well, here, I'm going to give you the clue, right? There's a secret to all of this. If you have done the R, the A, and the I, you automatically have done the N, the the non-identification piece. Because what's the other option? The other options were just lost in something. But instead, you you noticed, listen to what you noticed. You noticed, I don't know if everybody heard, but... Um, you noticed that it was um, that you that you were anxious, that it was familiar, that it's something that happened a lot. You noticed that you had you couldn't allow it because you actually didn't really like it. So you noticed that resistance. You noticed what was happening in your body. All of that is rain, and so that is the non-identification. Look at all the insight that you had and the understanding, and you let it be there. Even the trick is when we don't want it to be there. Can we allow the not wanting it to be there? That's it. That's what's happening. And that's exactly, I have to say, what you did. So, 
You may not think you did a good job, but I do. <laughs> yeah. Other people. Mm-hmm. If you're anxious because you made a mistake and you're non-identified, then how can you expect to fix what you're wrong? Okay, let me repeat that. If if you feel anxious because you made a mistake, say that again in the last part. Ah, great question. So if you're anxious because you made a mistake and then you practice the non-identification, but then how do you fix it? Right? Then what do you do? I'm so peaceful and blissed out. Oh, I'm anxious, so therefore I'll just keep doing it again and again. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. I mean, it sounds like it might work that way, but non-identification is a state of it's more like an attitude, right? I talked a lot about attitude. It's an approach to our emotions so that we're not ruled by them, right? A lot of times when we're anxious, we're just so anxious and then we're acting out of the anxiousness or we're acting out of the anger and we're just doing stuff that that we actually later may regret. So once we have a little bit more spacious and not identification, then we can, then it's like, our wisdom brain is more online and can act wisely. So if I'm really upset with my or anxious about something that's going on with my child, I usually like I try to I try to like I'll research about it, you know, okay, if I can just figure this out through Google, then I'll solve my anxiety. But it's when I allow myself to have the anxiety and be there and know that it's coming and going and that I can be present with it, that I can be present with her that I can make wise choices. So it's, the, it's, it's this, more, this approach that gives us actually more freedom to act in wise ways. Yeah, I really appreciate the question. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, at first, uh, doing it, I felt fatigue came up. And then, of course, I started questioning, like, wait, is fatigue an emotion? What's the underlying of that? And then I got to drain. Mm. Um, and I was able to see that it's the root of that I live in sometimes I get pulled into what I call the should storm. All the things I should be doing all the time. Um, so then through the practice, I was just able to create space for mindful self-compassion as well. Um, so it was it was so nice to see how impactful a short practice can be. I think it helps me remember the relearning that was talked about earlier that it doesn't always have to be a big, elaborate 45 to 50 minute sit. It can be a short practice you can integrate throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Did everyone hear? Uh, um, I'm going to try to repeat, and I will not be able to say it as well as you said it, but, um, but noticing fatigue, which turned into um, being drained, and then making space for that. So it sounds like you really like held the space for the, the drain, and then you brought in the nurture, the self-compassion. And you realize that in that short amount of time, there could be a transformation. It didn't have to be a long period of, of practice, but there was something that could happen right on the spot. Okay, you said it better, but I think I got the essence of it. And so this is really true that these practices, just in the moment, I can't tell you countless, countless times that I've just applied a little bit of mindfulness that just something changes. So some of you are familiar with this acronym. I'm going to throw so acronyms, more acronyms. How am I doing on time? I don't want to go too late. Okay, I'm good. Um, STOP. 
you know, who knows stop? What? Oh, good. You're about to know stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> Stands for stop, take, take a breath or take some breaths, observe and proceed. So it's this little tiny intervention that we can do in the middle of our day when we're feeling stressed, when we're feeling like we're about to say something, when we just want to remember to be mindful. Because mindfulness is not hard. It's the remembering to be mindful. That's the hard thing, right? So that's why if we can stop, we can use acronyms, ways to just train ourselves. So we stop, we take a breath. Let's try it. We stop, take a breath, eyes open or closed. And then observe what's happening inside me. My heart's racing, my stomach's clenched, I'm itchy, whatever it is. And then P, proceed. You might take another breath or two, but we proceed. And there's just this little mindfulness intervention that can wake us up in the middle of the day. And so when you get to the observe, that's the only part that's not intuitively obvious. And you can take more than one breath. But is the observe, it might be what's happening in my body. It might be a thought that's going through me. It might be I observe the trees in front of me, and that kind of calms me down. There's a lot to observe. But you can only spend like five, six seconds on it, and it resets you. So one of your assignments today, at some point during the day, try to remember to stop. So just that's just like when you're waiting in the lunch line, and you're just, oh my gosh, what if I don't get enough of the... Whatever it is, because it was so good, right? And you could feel that the desire arising. Stop. Take a breath. Observe. Okay, there's a lot of desire arising. And then proceed a little bit more centered. Okay, so practice stop. That's this today. Um, all right. I want to make sure we have enough time for everything. So let me do the announcements here. Um it's our, it's our last, well, second to last day, and the things change a little bit, but the most, it's actually, the schedule's pretty much the same. The only difference is that at four o'clock, we, you have to be in the hall because there's going to be an, a manager's announcements and things, so please show up in here. Secondly, Matthew's groups have changed from the West Hall to the East Hall, and I don't even know what the difference is, but there will be signs there and people pointing you in the right way to go, so don't worry about it, but you will just know that you're going to change your room. Um, Please keep your mask on. We have heard that there are some people, it's okay outside, but just make sure that when you're in in inside shared space that you keep your mask on. If there are those of you who need a shuttle change or you need a shuttle and you haven't asked for one, please make sure to talk to the the retreat coordinators before noon today. So make sure to do that or you won't get a shuttle. And if you went and you checked the form, the sheets out there and your name was not on it yesterday or today, it just is a mistake. So make sure, just pick a group and go to any group. You're fine to do that, okay? Yeah, so yoga, you're the 11.15 group, and you're the 3 o'clock? The 3 o'clock group. So we will switch this time. And then if you have a meeting, just obviously go to the other one. And I heard it's fantastic, so I'm sorry I can't go because I'm doing other things, but um, I'll have to 
watch them online or something in the future. Okay, so I think we're it. Is that it for all the announcements? Okay, so this is your last full day, and we want to make take advantage of it. And you have so many tools at this point. So really just, just enjoy this. I mean, you're not going to have this amount of quiet and non-distractedness and this really special, special time um, for a while probably. So, just, so I just encourage you to really take advantage of this last day. All right, see you later. Thanks. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.